0: monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and Hello and welcome to a very special Versus edition of the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G, and joining me, as always, at a right angle to where I am sitting, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love?
1: I'm a little stuffed up today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my nose is stuffy.
0: Well, isn't that a shame?
1: Those children's make me sick.
0: You don't work there anymore.
1: That's, that's why. Every You're time-
0: unemployed now. fun-employed. <laughs>
1: No, I'm I'm still employed. I'm just taking a leave. Yeah? Yes. What kind of leave? A bat leave.
0: You mean a bat leave? Because it's a scary movie podcast.
1: Bats aren't scary. Um, they're adorable. Have you
0: never seen the movie Bats?
1: Have you ever been inside a bat cave? Because I have. And You've been a inside storm. a bat cave? No, a bat cave.
0: There's only one. With real bats. Don't be stupid. There's only one bat cave. No. Nicole, you're talking shit. Anyway... Uh, this is our special Versus Edition, where we talk like a monster. Just a Benner! Stop eating your blanket! No! God almighty! We okay. not real. We, um, we watch an original horror movie, followed by its contemporary remake, r remix So this time, we got all current, and... Uh, what have you. And we watched both the original 1976 Brian De Palma, Carrie. And the and remake. And 2013 Kimberly Pierce directed remake. Which just... R- 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 remake. It just came out a oh, week and a, a week. half ago? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks ago. Uh, it's been off for a little while. At this point, people have had a chance to see it, so we're going to spoil shit because I have, we have lots of things to say. But first, we're going to sit here and listen back to back. Spoil to things.
1: Trailers. Everyone knows how Carrie is I know.
0: We're going to talk about specifics. Shut up. <laughs>
2: It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. You're all sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie. And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house <coughs> with her crazy mother. Help the silly woman see the sin of her days and ways. Show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. You don't have a date for the prom next Friday. Would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. Okay? She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <coughs> Carrie. <coughs> a new film by Brian De Palma based on the chilling bestseller starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. It beams our father's mercy from his light seven more but to us he gives the keeping of, the of... pick
0: you up after school. The other kids they think I'm weird. Carrie, favorite poem? Did you bring one?
2: I don't want to be. I want to be normal. Wipe that smile off your face. I have to try and be a whole person before it's too late. (laughs) Help this little girl see the sin of her days and ways. She'd made innocent. The curse of blood. That's not even in the Bible. It doesn't say that anywhere. I concentrate hard enough, I can make things move. There are other people out there like me who can do what I can do. You know the devil never dies. Keeps coming back. You gotta keep killing him. No!
1: I promise next week. You don't have a date already, maybe you wanna go with me?
2: Mama, I've been asked to prom. going laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Mama,
1: stop it. If the two of you are planning some kind of joke on a poor, lonely girl.
2: Your king and queen are
0: So okay, so let's start by talking about the source material. Nicole, have you read Carrie? A long time ago. So yes.
1: In Bethlehem. Do 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 do
0: a Christmas song? A long time ago in Bethlehem? Yeah. What the fuck Christmas song is that?
1: Do 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 Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. There's no way
0: they say a long time ago in Bethlehem. A long
1: time ago in Bethlehem. And that's all I remember. <laughs>
0: anyway, so Carrie was the first novel written by Mr. Stephen King. Why f- would novel. you just say it was It was his first novel. Oh, I did not know that. Well, now you do. Uh, it was his very first novel, published in 1974, only two years prior to the film coming out. Isn't that interesting?
1: What was his inspiration for Carrie?
0: Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs>
1: I thought you were, like, Professor Joey and shit.
0: I mean, the only interesting bit of tidbit that I do know about this one... I mean, I know he was an English teacher in high school, so it's possible just seeing high school kids. But the interesting bit of trivia about the book is that he started writing it and had written the first little bit and didn't like it and threw it in the garbage. And his wife, Tabitha, pulled it out of the garbage and read it and told him that he should finish it because she thought he had something there. And the rest, as they say, was history. I think
1: it's interesting that, like, that. I think that would be really... Big challenge for a male writer to write not quite the point of view, but almost the point yeah. of view of a girl being bullied by other girls because he nails it. He nails how any mean in particular girls girl are. That he
0: doesn't even like. Like in one of his books on re- on writing, he said originally when he wrote the book, he stopped writing it because he didn't like any of the characters and he hated Carrie. He thought she was pathetic. Well, she
1: kind of she is. She kind of
0: is, exactly. But that, that, that actually makes it pretty uh, interesting. Uh, I think when you go back and read it again, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit less pathetic. Like she, there's some sympathy to Carrie, but we'll get into that. Uh, this the book has been adapted into the 1976 feature film, which we're going to be talking about, a 1988 Broadway musical. What? There was one called Carrie Two. There was oh, hang on a 1999 feature film sequel, The Rage Carrie Two, which by the way is a big piece of shit.
1: I that was one of the first horror movies so I bad. saw, and I don't really remember it. You don't need to. It's yeah. really
0: bad. It's just. Stupid. A 2002 television movie, which I have not seen. And finally, the 2013 feature film remake that we are going to be discussing here. So, let's start off then. And if you follow Joey on Twitter, you know what he thinks of it. Well, you know what I think about the remake, but that's beside the point. So let's talk about the original first. 1976, starring Sissy Spacek as Carrie. Sissy what? Sissy Spacek <laughs> as Carrie. Piper Laurie as Carrie's mom. Uh, Nancy Allen is in this as uh, Chris Hargenson, who's like the villain, one of the two villains of the piece, if you will. The bitchy and, girl. Yeah, and Amy Irving plays Sue Snell, who is the girl who feels a little bit guilty about being such a bitch.
1: And who plays Chris's boyfriend? Oh my god, it's totally chargeable! <laughs>
0: I don't do a good John Travolta, but I just—I like your John Travolta. Everyone knows it's John Travolta, and you go,
1: "Oh my god!" I think your John Travolta's
0: oh my funny. God, thank you for thinking that. <laughs> Basically, every time he appeared on screen, I looked at Nicole and said, "Oh my god!" and then narrated what he was doing. <laughs> oh my god, I'm making out with Nancy Allen in a car. Oh my god. <laughs> He's a lot better than the than his counterpart. He's he plays Billy Nolan in this movie, and somebody else plays Billy Nolan in the remake. We'll get to him. Getting Alex Russell, actually. Okay, so... When was
1: the first time you saw Carrie, Joey?
0: Um, probably right after I read the book. And I read the book in grade 10.
1: Did you like the movie at the time? Oh, I, or I
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot.
1: Because I, I remember I read the book, I saw the movie, probably in junior high, and I, can't, I couldn't really remember the movie. It didn't really stick
0: with me at all. I don't remember all of it, because you know it's, it's been 12 or 13 years since I'd seen it. But I remember thinking it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think
1: I remember thinking it was okay. I think I wasn't really into older movies at the time mm-hmm. and that that was a pretty outdated movie for me to watch in junior high.
0: You know, and here's the thing. Like you know how I always defend old movies. This movie, at least in terms of how it looks is dated. It's very 1970s. There's a couple of things about how it's made that definitely place it in the time and can even be considered a weakness like tell me if you agree with this the beginning of the movie uh starts in the showers and there is a a lot of exploitative gratuitous nudity of high school girls it's a little fucked up when you think about the fact that it's high school girls and it's obviously meant to be kind of sensationalized and sexy the nudity we see in that scene Oh. Like, there's a lot of slow motion tits hanging out, and then you go. These are supposed to be high school girls. Now it's made better by the fact that clearly none of them are high school girls. These are some thirty year old. That didn't bother
1: me because in at that time in in movies there was exactly. a lot of boobs and bush.
0: Oh, and exactly. I'm not saying it, that it wasn't was, a big deal. It didn't bother me, but I noticed it because I'm like, and when I thought for a second, these are supposed to be high school girls. Why are we sexualizing this so much? I understand uh, why. It's a nineteen seventies horror movie. Maybe
1: it's because I was a teen girl and I don't find that sexy. I didn't think that was a sentence. It was like there was a lot of slow
0: motion though is what I mean. Like it was a lot and even Carrie in the shower when she's first, like when she's first uh, washing herself, it's in slow motion. There's some titty action happening. So yeah, it, it, I, I noticed it anyway. And it was it was very seventies. I didn't think it was a weakness really of the movie. I just definitely noticed it. Yeah. That's not in the remake at all. And I get it. It doesn't. It shouldn't be. It doesn't need to be there. So that's one way the remake improved upon the original. They didn't go out of their way to sexualize these teenage girls, which is good because in the remake the teenage girls look like teenage girls, and in the original they all look like they're in their late twenties, early thirties. So
1: are we gonna kind of combine comparing I think we're them go back and forth because a bit. the remake um, was almost a shot for shot for the most part. We'll get into a lot that. of dialogue. We'll get
0: into that. Oh shit. Is Sorry. that your cell phone? Yeah. Good grief. Who's calling you? My mama. Hello, we're podcasting. Uh, um, well, okay, then. Let's just let's preface our d- in-depth discussion of these two movies by saying the following. I think the original Carrie is a masterpiece of horror filmmaking and one of the best films Brian DePolme has ever made. And I think that the remake of Carrie is the worst movie of 2013 that I've seen so far. <laughs> I hated it. And I
1: loved... The original. Upon rewatching it with you, I thought it was amazing. You agree with
0: me? It's a masterpiece. Yeah,
1: I would say it's, it's one of the classic horror movies that everyone should watch. <laughs> yeah. and the the remake was just okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, now you know the context from how we are approaching this.
1: Uh, Joey's a lot more ven- venomous than I am.
0: I'm just trying to think of a good way to structure this discussion. Like, let's go through. Let's start with the characters. We'll go through each character and discuss which worked where and why. All so, right. So, Sissy Spacek plays Carrie.
1: Sissy Spacek was perfect. There was nothing wrong with her.
0: She was nominated for an Oscar. I do not know who won instead. I'm going to look it up because she was amazing and I'm trying to think who could have been better.
1: Like, I think, I don't know if I'm just blinded by how good she looked as well. Like, she looked perfect as the pathetic... Oh, she's um, so good victim of, yep. of bullying and stuff with her hair, her blonde hair always in
0: her face. But not so over the top. Like, you could believe her being picked on because she was different, not because she was retarded. Like, she seemed a little bit like she was mousy, but yeah. And one of the best things about the original is that Carrie is picked on, and then what happens to her is terrible. Mm-hmm. But when you actually look like, not very many people pay attention to Carrie. Yeah, she's kind of ignored. The people who are actually bullying Carrie are kind of a minority. There's not that many of them. There's really just the one girl. Who's no, off and it was the friends.
1: one incident of them throwing tampons at her. That and was really bad. Yeah. Had had the gym teacher not gone after that group so hard about Rick, this
0: wouldn't have happened. That's then true.
1: then. They wouldn't have even cared about Carrie White after that. Yeah,
0: they would have forgotten about her. In the original. In the original. In the remake, there's all kinds of other weird stuff. Uh, Faye Dunaway won for Network, actually, the year that Sissy Spacek was nominated. Uh, it's fair. Faye Dunaway's pretty good in Network. I think I actually like the- Carrie's performance, Sissy Spacek's performance a little bit better, but I'm not shocked that she didn't win. Anyway, okay, so Sissy Spacek, we agree, is spectacular as Carrie across the board in mm-hmm. every scene. Okay, now I know you feel slightly differently than me, so I want you to talk about what you thought of Chloe Grace Moretz. I don't know Carrie if I feel remake. differently than you. Oh, what do I, you think of her?
1: I didn't really like her uh, in the, the remake. She, I don't know if it was the fault of her acting or the way she was written, maybe both. But I think she became almost a stronger character, like a stronger person. Not she wasn't the whole way through. Sissy Spacek is a weak person mm-hmm. like she gets and her finale yeah, reflects that in yeah. the
0: original when when carrie goes crazy and kills everybody when she she snaps because of something that she imagines is happening not because of something that is happening
1: yeah but even when like tommy asks yeah her in the original when Tommy asked her to the prom, she only says she says yes, mostly to get him out off of her porch so her mom won't know, and she's still very nervous and timid about it the whole way through. She doesn't really allow herself to get excited about it because she thinks something bad is gonna happen in mm-hmm. in this one, she gets she's excited a lot more and in in the remake she She's a lot more excited about things like that. She talks back to her mom more. More, yeah. So she's a bit of a stronger person, which doesn't really work with Carrie, mm-hmm. I don't
0: think. It doesn't make sense. And, and I think a major flaw for me between the two is in the original, when Carrie snaps, she's standing there in shock, basically catatonic while these things happen. So her powers are like... It's a, like her emotion reaction to her yeah. emotion, right? So she's standing there catatonically, basically, and yes, she kills everybody, but you don't get the impression that she's like actively trying to kill individual people like she's just reacting at this point right because she's snapped she's gone crazy in the remake she's standing there looking mean and nasty and evil and waving her arms around and like in targeting individuals and making decisions like saving certain people and killing others which indicates that she's completely present during this yeah which fucking completely misses the point of carrie completely misses the point how you fucked that up is beyond me. It's the easiest part of the story to get right. And they fuck it up so bad. So
1: I you know what I kept thinking that whole entire scene in the remake? I thought she looked like Mickey Mouse in Fantasia she did. when he's like making the brooms go. Yeah, like like, that's what she looked like. They
0: played here's the thing, Carrie the remake, Carrie is Harry Potter. They play her just like Harry Potter, where she's learning about her powers, and she's excited because she has these powers, and she's gaining her confidence as she learns to be a wizard. That's fucking stupid. She's not a wizard.
1: No, in, in the original, she doesn't get ex- really excited no, about it. No, she doesn't.
0: Like, she's learning a bit, but she's still Carrie. She's timid. She's She's been so beaten down by life, but more so by her insane evil mother, who well, let's get into next. But before we do, so you think that Chloe Grace Moretz is not very good no. in this movie? No. I think she's horrible. I think this movie might have been borderline... This movie would have been bad if she had been good in it. As it was, but, but she's horrible, so the movie is terrible. So she could have elevated this movie up to just a piece of crap instead of an abortion. Oh my god, tell me. I'm hyperbolizing, but I think she's that awful in this movie. Like, just painful to watch. Next character on the list. Piper Laurie plays Margaret White in the original. This over the top, big, loud, wailing and gnashing of teeth, delicious screen villain who's amazing. And every time she's on the screen, you're just like, I-, I can't live away from this woman. She's incredible. She's so big and so over the top that it makes sense that Carrie isn't. You know? Yeah. You can see why Carrie's been beaten down by both physically and emotionally by this insane woman. Right? Like, she's truly nuts. Yeah. She's not sick. No. She's evil. <laughs> There's a difference. In the remake, Julianne Moore, who is a wonderful actress, one of my favorites. She,
1: I think she still did a... a she
0: does a very good she, job. She
1: was good in this movie. She's an
0: excellent actress. I love Julianne Moore. Her character is awful. Her character is sick. Her character we feel sorry for in every scene. She's quiet. She's soft-spoken. She's yeah, mousy yeah. like Carrie. Why would she be mousy like Carrie? There's no scene like in the original where Piper Laurie goes to someone's house and you get the impression that she goes around town yelling at people. So no wonder Carrie and her mom... There's a line in the remake where Chris says her and her mom go around saying everyone's going to go to hell except for them. No, they don't. In the original, Piper Laurie does. But Julianne Moore doesn't say anything to anybody. She mumbles.
1: Because in the original... cuts herself. In the original and the remake, they use the same line
0: mm-hmm. of
1: these are God's times. Yeah. And... In the original she yells it and she puts her fist in the
0: air before she leaves the house It's amazing and in the she remake the in the
1: remake
0: she just says it quietly she mother- under it to herself her breath. and then starts cutting herself so they make her a sympathetic character they do yeah if ever there was a character you shouldn't have sympathy for it's Margaret White she's evil she's horrible she drove I mean you can say that Carrie snaps because she was bullied. But that's just the thing that pushes her over the edge. It's her whole life of her mother treating her like this that's the real problem.
1: Like, even though this is a movie I've already seen, um, the, the, for the original I'm talking about, the Margaret White character, Piper Laurie, Piper Laurie
0: who's she's wonderful.
1: terrifying still. She? Like, it, this movie holds up because she's so scary. And, like, it and, could so easily be over the top. Yeah. And, like... But it wasn't. It was more subtle than that. The original, when she's at the beginning, when she finds out that Carrie got her period, she's making her say lines from the Bible. She's not... Eve was weak. She's not be totally beating her with the bible but she's smacking her in the face with that bible
2: and saying it It's saying
1: terrifying it. the way she does it in the original in, in, in wants to
0: protect Carrie
1: In the remake it's like way more of the top where she smashes her in the face with the bible and she falls to the floor she, and
0: but she keeps like there's there's that piece of abuse but other than that everything Carrie's mom does in the origin in the remake is because she loves Carrie and wants to take care of her and she wants to protect her from the world bullshit she, bullshit! She <laughs> thinks Carrie... The entire point of Piper Laurie being nuts is that she thinks Carrie is a, is the spawn of sin. Mm-hmm. The whole point is that she's crazy, she got fucked, and she thinks that because she sinned, this is her punishment. Carrie is the product of sin, she is an abomination. Carrie is bad. So... Uh. <laughs> just again completely misses the point which is too bad because Julianne Moore is a really talented actor. so
1: you would say that's a, a fault of it being rich in that way yeah
0: I would say that is a fault of their writing I think Julianne Moore does a really good job with a really bad character uh, I would point out that Piper Laurie was also nominated for Best Supporting Actress of the year but she didn't win she lost to Beatrice Strait in Network that's bullshit Beatrice Strait is in one scene in Network Piper Laurie if, if I mean Taxi Driver Jodie Foster was also nominated but I would have given it to Piper Laurie anyway Um, so yeah, those, the two major characters are Carrie and Carrie's mom. The remake fucks up Carrie's mom almost as, but even more so than they fuck up Carrie. The the character of Carrie is wrong in the remake as well, but the performance is worse. I I
1: like the original Margaret White better, but Mm -hmm. I thought this one was okay. I thought it worked for the movie. I thought it
0: doesn't work for the movie because it misses, it, it, it takes away so much of Carrie's motivation for being crazy, but... The performance is fine, mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't fit with the movie at all.
1: I thought it fit with the remake movie, like the
0: tone it of it. It fits with the tone, but it doesn't make sense yeah. with the movie, that's what I mean. Like, no, A bunch of things don't make sense for what Carrie does and why Carrie is the way she is when her mother is the way she is.
1: But don't you think, though, because in the remake, Carrie is a bit of a stronger person, it would make sense that her mom would be weaker?
0: Maybe, a bit. but that gets to one of the fundamental flaws of the remake is that I think the remake is suggesting that Carrie is a witch. And Carrie is using witchcraft and demon- demonic powers. In the original, I don't believe Maybe. that they even suggest... Like, Piper Laurie says that Carrie has been possessed and is using the devil's powers. But nothing in the movie makes you think that's actually the case. She's just developed telekinetic abilities. And unfortunately, this person who developed telekinetic abilities was bullied and has this horrible life. And that's what happened. Mm -hmm. In the remake, there's a scene early, early on when she gets first put into her prayer closet where she has a statue of Jesus, which in the original is way better because it's that St. Christopher statue with the arrows, which then you get to see that awesome visual of Piper Laurie with the same arrows. Remember? Yeah. But anyway, uh, she goes in there, she has a statue of Jesus, and she sees the Jesus statue bleed from the stigmata. They don't ever address it again. It's just there. Now, are we supposed to think, oh, Carrie's going nuts? I think it's because Carrie is using devil powers and the remake is trying to suggest that,
1: Maybe. that
0: Julianne Moore's character is right.
1: Maybe. Which is ridiculous. Maybe. Like, I, like when I saw that in the remake I thought they just put that in there for a scare and I think that's the difference between the horror movies that become classics and are, are really good is because this the scares in them aren't there just to be scary. They're there, yeah, to they're, serve a, a reason. they're there to serve a purpose. And when that, when you do that right, it's actually scary. And it's actually terrifying mm-hmm. if you can do that I mean, right. Nothing in the remake is scary. That's the problem, I think, with a lot of modern horror movies. Yeah. Okay, they're just cheap well, scares.
0: Uh, let's move on then. Sue Snell. Sue is the girl who, has, who feels guilty about what they did to Carrie and tries to make it up to her by convincing her boyfriend, Tommy Ross, to take Carrie to prom. In the original, Sue Chanel is played by Amy Irving and she has frizzy hair.
1: Yeah.
0: And in the remake, Sue Snell is played by Gabriella Wilde.
1: Beautiful blonde who's a
0: blonde girl who looks like she's in high school and that's nice.
1: And now this is one way I liked the remake better. I liked Sue's character better. In the I, remake They they made her more human. You didn't really know her motivations in the first
0: one. I don't agree with that. I think and that I did not She
1: wasn't a, a strong or main character, really, in I the think they f- gave original. her too much in the
0: remake. I think she's, I think the girl's good. I do. I think she's fine. I think the character's fine. They just give her way too much. I like that. I,
1: no, I like that they focus on the other students as well. That's about her feeling guilty and things like that. Yeah, it but made they her, just do
0: way too much of it. <laughs>
1: It made her more human than, than the original.
0: You're right. They do do that, but I think they spend way more time on it than is necessary. In a movie that already feels long, because in, especially in the remake, you know what's coming. I would argue in the original you know what's coming, but in the remake, you know what's coming. You know you want to get to the prom, right? And they take like an hour and ten minutes to get to the prom in the remake. They take a long fucking time to get there. So you're right, they do humanize Sue a bit more, and they make Sue more of a main character. And then, in fact, they bring her back at the very end for no reason. Yeah, I didn't
1: like that. At the end of the
0: movie where Carrie is killing herself and her mother by raining the stones down and crumbling the house into the ground, Sue all of a sudden is there and tries to help Carrie, And which is also when we get the payoff of Carrie realizing (laughs) that Sue is pregnant. Why? I I don't know. Why did they make Sue pregnant?
1: I don't know either, but I like, this, I like that we learn more about Sue in the remake than you did yeah, in the original. No, I,
0: you do. But I, you, I don't know if you learn that much more about her. We just get more screen time. Like, What else about Sue do we learn that we didn't know from the original?
1: Well, I didn't know in the original that her when she was sending her boyfriend Tommy to ask Carrie to prom, I didn't know that she wasn't in on the pig's blood.
0: That's true. It's not super obvious that she's not in on it with with uh, Chris. Although I do think that that adds a bit more tension. Maybe, yeah. Like but it makes it a bit more interesting. I, so that's li- true. They make it a lot more obvious in this one. They
1: they. I like that they didn't make all the girls m- evil, completely evil, in in the remake because I in a bullying situation you would have girls that would just go along with it because they're in the moment and then they would feel bad about Mm -hmm. after that's way more human than all the girls doing it and then still not caring that they did it
0: i agree i would argue in the original there are three girls that you could look at in the remake there's only two girl characters there's a bunch of other girls there but they don't even have a line yeah. Only Chris and Sue get anything to say. In the re- original, you also have PJ Souls, who's dressed as Super Mario for some reason in the entire movie, including wearing her red hat at prom. I just think that no one can take PJ Souls seriously unless she's dressed like a fucking Muppet. But I uh, like her. And but like they spend so much time with Sue in the remake, and they you're right. It's very clear that she does feel guilty and she's trying to make this up to Carrie. It removes an element of suspense, but it it makes it clear from the beginning that Sue is a good guy. Hmm. Which is fine. They spend a lot of time doing it. Like, a lot of time. But, again, it's neither here nor there. It doesn't really uh, damage the movie until later when, like, (laughs) when she comes and uh, shows up at the end of the movie where it just makes no sense.
1: Like, in the original, it it worked um, with Sue not not knowing whether or not she was in on it. Because in that moment when Sue runs to prom and she sees that that what's going to happen to Carrie and she tries to stop it in that moment I realized that mm-hmm. Sue was a good guy and I thought and even though you know what's going to happen you know she's going to get pig's blood dropped on her that Sue in that moment is so close to stopping it from happening it it tragic, yeah. You, it makes it so much more sexy like oh my gosh this girl could have stopped yeah. it and that someone else intervened
0: I would be interested if you watched it again if you thought it was as ambiguous at the beginning whether or not Sue was in because I think this time when I watched it I didn't think it was. I, I didn't think it was obvious, but I did think Sue was being good. I didn't think Sue was actually trying to. Oh, I just. I no.
1: assumed that they they were just in on
0: it. Yeah. Uh, another character that really is not important. It's probably the least important character in the movie is Tommy Ross. William Cat played him in the original, and uh, some dude named uh, what's his name? Ansel Elgort played him in the remake. He's the boy who takes care of the oh, only thing I fine.
1: think is the original. He was more charming, he was. and he looked like Robert Plant.
0: He did look like Robert Plant.
1: Maybe that added to his charmingness, his beautiful hair.
0: Yeah, there's nothing to say about Tommy in either movie. They're just props. They're fine. Who cares? John Travolta plays Billy Nolan in the original. And uh, Alex Russell plays him in the remake. Yeah, there's nothing there. Well, yes and no. I mean, the whole point of Billy Nolan's character is that he's a dick. But he's a dick who's stupid. And stupid dicks are easily manipulated by criminal mastermind genius, evil genius bitches. Mm-hmm. In this case, his girlfriend. In the original, his girlfriend Chris manipulates Billy Nolan, and by giving him a blowjob. Exactly. So she's the evil one, and he's the idiot henchman. Now, in the remake, they for some reason try to take some of Chris's responsibility away from her, even though they go out of their way to point out what a wretched cunt she is. When it comes down to the 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 big big finish, right? there's no scene of her trying to convince Billy that they have to do this he's just like okay when it comes to the time for Chris to jump the pig blood on Carrie she tries she freezes and doesn't want to do it and Billy forces her and then tells her how he's going to kill her if she doesn't do it and it's like (laughs) why why are you doing that That doesn't make any sense it doesn't add anything all it does is weakens Chris is the idea that like Chris is a bully and so she's weak anyway I don't I think Chris is a fucking evil person
1: like, you know, she's a psychopath almost herself yeah, there's,
0: there's by there's getting girls being girls yeah and, and then, then there's, there's sociopaths who's like go in the middle of the night kill yeah. a pig and get blessed and they make her that in the remake and then they pull back on it at the end for some reason I could not for the life of me figure out what they were doing there but now that, so let's talk about the actors then in the but original, don't you think
1: any human would have a moment of doubt yeah a
0: human would Chris isn't a human
1: if we're talking about her as a sociopath, then yeah. No, we're talking about okay. talking
0: I don't believe she is human. That's the whole point. She's a monster. She's a monster for a different reason than Piper Laurie is a monster, than Margaret White is a monster. They're both monsters, right. but for different reasons and with different motivations and different parts okay, of the world. Okay, yeah, I see your the point. opposite ends of the spectrum, right? And that's yeah. sort of like the two demons that cause Carrie to snap, you know, because there's nowhere she can go where she's safe from these two different kinds of monsters that are in their own way consuming and destroying Carrie. Mm-hmm. Until she fights back. So in the original we have Nancy Allen as Chris. I love Nancy Allen. I think she's awesome. And in the remake we have this girl named Portia Doubleday who I thought was really good. I thought her character made no sense and was poorly written, but her acting was fine.
1: I thought she was really good as the bitchy girl. I think she was a lot more mean and more vindictive than um, the original girl. Like She was more manipulative yeah. to her she friends.
0: Was- and To her friends, yeah. I-, I think that the problem with her character in the remake is in the writing. Because in the original, she actually feels like a real high school student who does a horrible thing and then gets carried away and beca- and like reveals her evil self basically and what she ends up doing to Carrie.
1: Well, it's like almost like you know she realized what she did. Maybe she realized what she did mm-hmm. was wrong, but wants to save face and yeah. just, just kind of justify it to herself of yeah, why that, yeah.
0: Because well, yeah, yeah, Nancy Allen feels like a real person. Who gets? Ev- who reveals themselves to the evil by the end? Portia Doubleday's Chris character doesn't even start out human. Yeah, she starts out ten times more evil than Nancy Allen ever gets, and and then at the and then they have those moments where they pull her back and push her forward, but like from the start. She's a psycho, crazy, evil bitch who tries to get her evil. And then they bring in her stupid lawyer dad who doesn't really give a shit about her. And he's busy, and you know, to try and... And then they try and make you feel sorry for her. No, I don't think they do that at and all. They, well, you, get the, you look at that and you're like, well, yeah, she's horrible. But her dad's also horrible, so no wonder she's horrible. That's what they do in that scene.
1: No, in that scene I just thought that it was just like... Her her dad trying to bully the school into giving her what she right, wants but by
0: revealing that he's a bully too. You see where she gets it. I, I mean, it's, it's a really cliche thing. Like the bully, the person who has the worst home life is usually the bully, and that's why he's a bully at school. Like, yeah, that's a cliche. You didn't? Thank I
1: you. didn't see it as that bad, though.
0: Well, no, it's only one scene, but I thought that she was so over the top from the start that the rest of the movie, like, there was no change. There was I would no argue that that that
1: push and back forth with her character makes her more a more dynamic character
0: if she wasn't already a caricature i would agree but she starts off as a caricature of evil high school girls like she doesn't start off as a real high school person who starts to do more and more evil things she starts off as like a cartoon character and so the push and pull to try and give her some humanizing elements is pointless because she's already a caricature you can't humanize a caricature Ellen you don't star. think
1: people like that
0: exist <laughs> like that no I don't no, know absolutely not they don't not the way they present her in this movie Nicole from the beginning she's like she wants to murder stuff like she's psychopathic from the very first moment from the way she speaks from the way she yells at the teacher all that stuff like she goes beyond simple like Nancy Ellen is like upset and crying and like stressed out and just like freaking out because the teacher's not letting her have her way. She's going to miss out on the prom. Missing out on the prom is the big bad thing for Nancy Ellen. I don't... You don't believe for a second that Portia Doubleday gives a fuck about the prom. She just doesn't like that the teacher called her out or that she's being told that she did something wrong when it's all fucking carries fault because she's evil. You don't believe she's a real teenager. I didn't. I did. I thought she was a caricature from the start. I thought it was awful writing and a performance that was at 10 to begin with.
1: I think girls like that exist
0: mean people exist caricatures don't uh and then there's who else have we got in this movie uh only other one character worth talking about and that would be uh miss desjardins the teacher the gym teacher all oh, right um who oh, you don't see who played her in the original come on who played on the well, her name is miss collins i think in the original right
1: i don't know i don't remember i don't know some teacher the gym teacher the
0: gym teacher in the original i thought she was fine yeah, she was good. Judy Greer plays her in the in the remake, and she's the best part of the movie, by far. Really? By far. She's the only reason I gave this movie a half a star instead of zero stars. <laughs> because I think she's really good, and she actually makes that character... She doesn't have any more screen time than the original does, mm-hmm. but she actually makes that screen time matter and almost feel like a real character
1: yeah and she, she was I liked her uh, in the remake because she was less patronizing to Carrie Yeah, I felt like in the uh, original she was treating Carrie like she didn't like her either yeah. she was treating Carrie like a, a little kid mm-hmm. yeah
0: well one of the things that I thought was interesting in the original is the gym teacher says to the principal like I can part of me understands why they're doing it because I wanted to smack her too like it was like she's frustrating Carrie's weird and frustrating and because it's, it's like, just why? her period I yeah. think you're weird too yeah. Like I thought that was actually a nicer touch. Like again, like yeah. Carrie, you yeah. feel really—they try to make you feel sorry for Carrie in the in the remake and the original is like, no, everyone thinks Carrie's pathetic, even you watching the movie. Totally. And she's then you totally have to struggle pathetic. with that. Yeah. You have to deal with the fact that you're like, God, what would I do? I'd probably be just as mean to this kid too because she's fucking weird.
1: Well, yeah, I found like, are we done? Can we just summarize now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that the, the the remake actually holds up better in today's culture. I mean, sorry, the original holds up better in today's culture than the remake.
0: And the effects are better.
1: Because of of it really, like, it, it disturbed, carried the original disturbed me because of things in our world that have happened, like combined shootings. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot more school shootings and people snapping and things like that. And in the Carrie, she snaps and kills everyone, yeah. which isn't, is not just a horror movie. This happens in yeah. our world now.
0: Yeah, she just kills indiscriminately, and it's almost just a reaction. In this yeah. one, the remake, she picks and chooses and punishes the guilty and not the innocent.
1: The remake was more Hollywood, more I can, I can like, um, they took away disassociate a lot myself wars. with that. But the original totally holds up in today's culture and is terrifying.
0: Mm-hmm. The only other thing I want to talk about is the direction, like, the look of the film. There are some shots in the original Carrie that I just fucking adore. And it's bizarre. Like, we talked about how this movie is almost a shot-for-shot remake. Like, she copies dialogue and camera angles for 80% of the shots. Yeah. The other 20% are any time in the De Palma movie where he does something interesting or complex. She doesn't do those because she has no talent. Or I'm, I'm being mean, but... Any time that, that Brian De Palma does something interesting with the camera, she does something boring. Mm-hmm. So she copies... The, uh, what I don't understand is if you make a shot-for-shot shot remake, clearly you've watched the original a bunch of times. So this is, this is not even another adaptation of Carrie. This is a remake of the Brian De Palma movie.
1: Pretty much. Like,
0: totally. Dialogue, scenes, camera angles, everything. <laughs> and yet, how can you fuck it up so badly if you copied it that closely she misses there's no tension there's no rising action the prom is just boring in the original the scene with carrie and tommy dancing at the prom and the camera is circling around them and it gets faster and faster and faster and faster until it's like clearly disorienting and hard to watch that's like carrie it's it's it just builds the tension up like the whole original carrie is all about building up tension and in the remake of carrie it's all about releasing tension that you didn't build anything up to Mm-hmm. If you don't build up the tension, there's nothing to release. Yeah. So it just becomes boring and silly. Yeah, it was a bit boring. I would agree. I would have walked out if you weren't with me. Really? I, and I don't usually do that. I would have walked out. I hated, hated, hated this movie. I
1: just thought it was okay.
0: Worst movie I've seen all year, and worse than the worst movie I saw last year. So what do you give the remake? I give it a one because of Judy Greer.
1: <laughs> I give it
0: a four. That's that's acceptable. I'm glad you approved, Joey. Yeah. What do you give the original?
1: A 10 out of 10.
0: 10 out of 10? Yeah. 10 out of 10. It's a masterpiece. It's a classic. Go watch it right now. If yeah, you haven't maybe.
1: seen it in many years, watch it right now. You'll like it.
0: Yeah. You, if you, and if you don't like it, then don't listen to our show anymore.
1: <laughs> Joey! So we got to be nice to people. No, we
0: don't. <laughs> so yeah, I give it a 1 because it's the worst. So, uh, that was a pretty long episode. We're not going to do our usual uh, tagline game. Tag game Should I more. announce
1: which movie we're going to watch next? Please do. I've decided that we are going to rewatch a movie that you and I watched back in high school, which we didn't like at the time, but has also been said to be a, a classic and classic horror movie that everyone needs to watch. And that's Rosemary's Baby mm-hmm. by Roman Polanski.
0: Nice, I'm excited.
1: And it's got Mia Farrell in it, right?
0: Yes, Mia Farrow plays Rosemary.
1: Yeah, so that's when we should we watch? I think.
0: Well, we happen to have a fancy pants like. Blu-ray from Criterion, Nicole. When was when was it made? I want to say like sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Let me look it up. All right.
1: Anyway, I think it'll be good to rewatch it with mm-hmm. our like, more grown-up eyes.
0: Sixty-eight. Oh, I'm good. Oh, it's so good. Have you read the book? I didn't know it was a book. Based on a book by Ira Levin. Did not which have know not that. I not either, so we'll be going into it without having read the book.
1: Very cool.
0: Oh, dear. All right. So that's going to wrap us up this week here on the Bride of the Creature podcast. Uh, we, you know, assuming that uh, we, we try to come out once a week every Tuesday, we haven't missed one yet. Nicole is within nine days of her due date of our child, so we'll try to stay on schedule. But oh, my
1: gosh. we're watching Rosemary's, baby. I'm going to have nightmares.
0: So, yeah, we'll, we, we, we plan to stay on schedule, but we've never had a child. So, yeah. We'll <laughs> Uh, We might be
1: in the hospital with our recording equipment. I'm just joking.
0: So until next week, I am the creature Joey G.
1: And I'm the bride, Nicole.
0: Y'all stay scary now.
1: Kissy kissy. They're all going to laugh at you.
0: How could this woman ever decide to wed this man?